Hey guys, welcome to this Is This Cinema podcast with me, Priscilla. And Jess. And this week we'll be reviewing the incredible, amazing, fantastic cinematic masterpiece that is Fast Fox. So before we get started with we'll all the admin first, guys, please, please, please check out the Is This Cinema feed for our review on Guardians of the Galaxy, how we both loved it. I called Jess after watching the film and cried <laughs> to her because of how much I love raccoons. Uh, we also did like our top five potential films that this year that are coming out this year. So what films are most excited for? And I think I go on a little soliloquy about Dune and Barbie, to be quite honest with you. Um, Jess was quite funny. Jess brought up George Foreman, which I didn't think was really possible. <laughs> I didn't know that he was going to release the film, so I got really excited. <laughs> yeah, well, you don't know where it's placed, so actually listen to the episode to find out where she placed it. Yes. Um, the Popcorn for Dinner Pod has um, Popcorn for Dinner Pod has all the normal stuff on its feed. If you watch Succession, check it out on the feed. Barry, um, Yellow Jackets, um, and all your TV needs. Basically, they're reviewing every show pretty much out there now. We've got a whole Rain Dogs um, apps, um, the entire show. If you finish binging it on BBC iPlayer or HBO, oh, sorry, Max, if you're in the States. Yes. But now the admin's done. Jess, I'll let you take it away. Yeah, so it's that time of year again, or that time that comes every two years or so, I guess. <laughs> Another Fast and Furious film. And I feel like this time, I actually start, I watched it with a different mindset because I always feel like when I do go towards Fast and Furious, I'm just like, oh, another one, and it's just going to be the same film. But I actually really enjoyed this one. I think it's because, for those who don't know, Jazz actually binged all the Fast <laughs> films. So I feel that's what probably helped you. Because you've watched all of the films recently. Yeah. So it makes it easier for you to feel more excited about it in comparison to, say, like me or like, I don't know if Ben Coley actually binge watched it, but I didn't binge any of the films before going in because it's in my memory, stored in my membrane. Um, so yeah, I, I think your excitement was more palpable. <laughs> like you were actually really excited about going. But what did you think when you watched it? Did you like it? Um, overall, I really liked it. But then, um, there's obviously like a big elephant in the room that we need to dive into. <laughs> first of all, bear in mind, guys, this is going to be a spoiler free review. Yes. So if you're coming in expecting us to talk about whatever that plot was, <laughs> you're not going to get that here. We're not going to spoil it for anyone. Um, it's just to give you a little taster to see if you want to watch it or not. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the elephant in the room is that he has a black child. <laughs> what was the decision making in that? Honestly, I remember seeing that. And I was watching it with someone and I literally looked at them and I was like, what the hell is this? Do you like, why is this child black? <laughs> Vin Diesel's a mixed race man. He's been, Vin Diesel's a mixed race, isn't he? Uh, yes, but I don't think he's like actually met his dad. Like, yeah, I know, but he's, he's, he's half king. black and he's, yes. he's, 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 he's a biracial girl. Because <laughs> no, yeah. the thing is, my, no. my thing with all this is the fact that the little boy actually does look like Vin Diesel. But Dude, my but he's con- related to John Cena. My connection is obviously like him and his mom, and jo- the fact that John Cena is his uncle. <laughs> yeah, it's Chris Hemsworth's wife mm-hmm. with John Cena as his uncle, Jordan, Jordan, Jordana Brewster as his auntie, and Rita Moreno <laughs> as his grand. Does that make any sense to anyone? <laughs> they were given like Brandy Cinderella race racial casting because they were actually even the Little Mermaid. Actually, like, speaking of that, the Little Mermaid sisters, they were like, let's do colorblind because that doesn't make any sense. How Vin Diesel and Ella, is it Ella Poutsky, Chris Hemsworth, wife, create, create that as a very weird term to use, but produce that child doesn't make any sense to me. 
I just feel like they just put, where they were going with that. They just throw anybody into these films these days. Like they just put like the most random people in there. When that was I the only like thing the that threw me films, off. I feel like it's that it's like uh, you know in school yeah you have that one lesson you have fun in mm-hmm. that you decided to go into. For me, what lesson was that for me? That for me was science. Weirdly, I feel like people like, always say year science. eleven science. Year eleven science was funny. They said we were top set triple science. It was hilarious. That's what these Fast and Furious films remind me of. We just dead to not be serious. Actually, scratch that. Tell a lie. It was sociology. Why were you but messing about sociology. in sociology? And why did you do sociology? I wasn't messing about. My school I was messing terrible about terrible then. No, because we... So, I'm not going to reveal my name in my school because it will say my location, but <laughs> my school... You know what my school. My school, you start your GCSEs in year nine. So... I did history from year nine. I grad- graduated, you know. I finished it in year 10. <laughs> I passed. So because I passed, we thought we would have a free period. And they were like, no, because there's a certain mandated hours children are meant to be in school, according to the government. Mm-hmm. And if we didn't have history, we'd, we'd go below it. So we had to pick up another GCSE. So we were begging, like, philosophy, something interesting. And philosophy would have helped because we, I went to a Catholic school. And our exam, we didn't learn about any other religion. Just Catholicism. No, just Catholicism. That's our entire exam. I was we were, I was quoting Bible scriptures in my exam, man. Um, uh, me watching Joyce Mayer was helping me <laughs> in my exam. <laughs> so because of that, we wanted to do philosophy because it links. Mm-hmm. And they were like, "No, you guys are going to do sociology." And I was like, "Oh, but we're not." But then, so we did a two, three-year GCSE course in ten months. So I wasn't serious in that class. I, I kept flunking my mocks, but I got a B at the end of it. But right. love to see yeah, it. I, that, I, was, I was not taking that class seriously. <laughs> I only took it seriously when it became to things I was passionate about. Yeah. Like when it came to the patriarchy, I was like, I'm listening. <laughs> or like, like I wasn't going to listen to stuff like the nuclear family. Not that it doesn't matter, mm-hmm. but I, I don't care. I was, I came from a divorced family. Do you think I care about the nuclear family? <laughs> 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 but that's what fast and furious reminds me of. It's like a class that you, like, you go in. Or like you know the teacher who would like tell that if you ask them enough questions, they'll tell that they'll tell you their life story and forget what the lesson they're doing. Yeah, it becomes a gossip session. That's what Fast Furious reminds me of, which is why they can get anyone in a, like Brie Larson, Jason Momoa, Charlize Theron, Helen Mirren. <laughs> I'm all in Fast and Furious. Helen Mirren. The thing that threw me <laughs> off last it was the Fast Nine, wasn't it? When Cardi B's there. Oh, fucking sake. Like, honestly, like, Vindy's... Fair, fair play, fair play to him. No, but fair I was just like, why, why is she there? And the fact that she more or less played herself. <laughs> even this one, like... And probably, we're actually, we can actually get into him because he's a big part of the film. Jason Momoa, mm-hmm. right? Like, I, I didn't even get to my feelings of the film before I even go to this movie. I loved it. It's exactly what I wanted. Car smash, helicopter smash. Vin Diesel doing stunts that doesn't humanly make sense. It's stupid. Like, the helicopter one, I'm not explaining it, was the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life, but I was highly entertained. Like, it, some of the things he was doing does not make any logical sense. But I rate it. Like, how can you do all this and your wife beat or don't get dirty? There was, a, there was a scene, Letty did like a stunt that was crazy, mm-hmm. that in any other scenario would not occur, and she did it. And I remember watching it, I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. I rate it though that you're doing this because <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. But the person who I felt carried the film on back, right, who came in yeah. and said, I'm here, I'm here to take over, was Jason Momoa. 
I really that was did. Perfect. I really did enjoy his character. You know, because I like my villains where I can see them. Like, if you're a villain, be a villain. Be bad. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't like this wishy washy, like, I'm feeling sorry for. This is why I like the Guardians film, because he was just an evil man. <laughs> with Jason Momoa, I don't agree with what he did, by the way. He's mm-hmm. just very sick. Yeah. But with Jason Momoa, he was just a sicko. But it was entertaining. It was an entertaining sicko. Like, I was highly highly entertained it's i'm not comparing it to him like i'm prefacing this now but mm. it felt like watching joaquin or Heath's joker mm-hmm. when they're at their peak and how enjoyable it was to watch him do dumb stuff yeah, was like, that's how that's how much it fueled me with joy like i loved his character but then the i just feel like <laughs> the thing with fast and furious has gone to the point where you could actually feel like it's like a Marvel film. It doesn't feel like regular people doing regular things anymore. <laughs> the, the, the thing is, you've got to view it. It's it, its its own universe now. It's I think they're superheroes. They're yeah. human beings. They went to space and in, recently. So Recently. like If you view it in that lens, you have a good time. <laughs> I always tell people, like me and my brother always do this thing, where whenever we watch Fast and Furious, we suspend belief for two and a half hours. Like everything that should make sense on planet Earth doesn't happen in that Fast and Furious universe. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not humanly possible. So that if you just go in, like, these are the Avengers. That's how I go in. Yeah, that's what it felt like when I was watching it. I felt like I was watching a different version of the Like Infinity War. Fast X is Infinity War. (laughs) (laughs) Because, do you know what? His, Jason Law was a highlight. Like, his skipping, his dialogue, it was giving camp. And like he knew what he was doing, like he knew what role he was meant to play, which is what I love. Because mm-hmm. I think sometimes with these action films, people like tend to go evil. It, it, they tend to go either way too much. Like they do too yeah. much or they do too little. And I think he, Henry Cavill did this really well in Mission Impossible, I think Fallout, where he like crossed the border, the line perfectly. Obviously, Jason Moore was given camp. Um, my, um, <laughs> Henry Cavill's character was a lot more restrained. But I love it when someone knows exactly what role they're meant to play. Because I think it's very yeah. easy to go too much the other way. Where he, and he didn't. It, he straddled the line perfectly. <laughs> I understood his grievances. I know why he did what he wanted to do. He would sit doing it. Like, you, there was a clear like juxtaposition with um, Dom as well. Like, I yeah. felt like, okay, these two are actually like conflicting. Okay, cool. Because sometimes when you do a hero versus a villain, it's like, oh, you two are exactly the same. Whereas this one, I'm like, no, that you two are like, yeah, you don't like each other. You hate each other, which is fueling it even more, which made it more entertaining as a viewer, as a spectator to watch. But his skipping, can we talk about it? Because I was <laughs> screaming. When he skipping. When he skipped, yeah. I promise you, I almost tripped my tag while I spoke. I almost burst out laughing. I'm like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> I'm actually surprised that Tango Ice Plus has not given you a sponsorship yet. Because the amount of times that you mentioned I've it. I've mentioned in... it. They really should give me a sponsorship because I've been drinking that drink since I thought, when did it come out? We were kids, didn't it? Mm-hmm. From then, that's my drink of choice. Yesterday was the first time I've ever gone to the cinema and not have one. I've always had one. What, what did, did the machine break or something? What happened? I don't know. I just wasn't in the mood. So. <laughs> <laughs> I ate too much. So I was like, yeah. Nah, I'm good. I'm genuinely surprised. I know. I just thought you were going to say that's what you got you, next. You cut me open and they just tangle ice blasts. They cut all the gas <laughs> me. 
It's funny because the cinema I used to go to, which is the one in year two, which turned into a cine world from a view, they do like, you know, the American Slurpee. It's not the same now. It's not the same as the Tango Ice Blast. My local cinema. I was does. wondering like what it would be like when, if you go to a cinema in America or. It's mad confusing. Like... I, remember, I went, right. I'd say I went, I went loads of times, but I went quite a few times. <laughs> I saw Karate Kid in the cinema. Um, when it came out, Jaden, yeah. Jaden's Karate Kid. And the their snack thing is different gravy over there, man. The amount of food you can eat there. I'm like, what, what are we doing here? I can imagine them just having loads of different. Their yeah, popcorn stuff. tastes better there as well, to be honest. But I think mean, it's because it's more fattier, like their butter popcorn. Yeah, they probably add like a lot of stuff. They add that thing was so seared to the same <laughs> degree, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> I, I ate like an, Do you know what? That's why I put on weight. Whenever I go there, I put on weight. Every single time. Like, I've never if, gone there and lost weight. I still need to go one day, definitely, but I definitely can't. I can't we should go together. We should go to like where. Because oh, I've got family with this perks of having a big family. I've got family all over the place. We actually can just like spin away and pick a state. And they're probably his family. We should do that. We should do it. We should. And then do like rankings. Yeah, we should go California first because that's better. Because um, yeah. my nan used to live in um, San Diego. My aunt and my cousins and stuff are still there. So we can actually go to San Diego and then we'll like 45 minutes. Okay, 45 minute drive to LA sound, is a lie because the traffic on the highway is crazy on the freeway. But we're like technically, we're technically <laughs> 45 minutes away. <laughs> <laughs> if we leave at like you leave 4 a.m. <laughs> in regards of like, okay, so... Going back to bar sex, is there anything in the film do you think that you'd change? Or do you think it was bad? Because for those who don't know, the film ends on a cliffhanger. So mm-hmm. leading into part two. So, because obviously they split it, they split it into different parts. Do you feel like there was, because my only thing was like, I felt like there was no plot until the last 20 minutes of the film. Yes. I was just watching cast man, and I was okay with it. I'm not going to bar sex, expect like bar superior films expecting like, Greta Gerwig level dialogue or like do you know what I mean or like Aaron Sorkin like I'm not expecting that but or like Jesse Armstrong succession sort of thing but I there was actually no plot to the last 20 minutes I was just in it like they threw you in it like you didn't you didn't even have time to sit down and rest you could even be like okay <laughs> like you were straight into the mess of it so like when we got to the last 20 minutes I'm like oh this is your plot did you feel the same way? Because I was so confused. I was like, what's this film about? I'm happy I'm watching it. I'm having a good time. I'm having a hoot. But I don't know what's going on. And then, do you know what I mean? Did you have the same thing as well? Yeah, I do agree with it. Because I know that part of the group were in London. I'm not mm. sure if they actually filmed in London. My Londoners, did you guys see the Fast and Furious crew? <laughs> I didn't see them. There, and then, like, but I don't, work like, in, um... I don't work in that part. So. Yeah, that's true. But then, um, yeah, there were just, um, half of crew in, in London. Then you see, um, Dom still in America. Then you see his son with John Cena. <laughs> and it's just like, there's so many things going on. And I agree with that bit. And then obviously, like in the end, when it came together, then that's when you're just like, oh. Now I the know what's going on. The casting, I think I'll just, I'm trying to think, should I just let it slide? <laughs> Because that's obviously like a big issue, but at the same time, that's what makes it funny and it gets people talking as well. I know, like, to be honest, the casting thing, I just stop caring. Like, <laughs> I, I stop caring. I just watch it. 
The kid's a good kid actor, to be honest. He's a good actor. Yeah, so he is a good actor. I just don't get how you're related, but that's a conversation for different days. Vin Diesel can do whatever he wants. He needs racial harmonious from the universe. If that's what he thinks racial harmony is, then you know what? You live in that delusion, babes. You live there. I'm still beside him. He gave me fast. He gave me. He gave me Tokyo Drift. He can do whatever he wants, man. <laughs> you in this Tokyo Drift film? <laughs> I love it too, but uh, you guys were really my ops that day. I was really trying, guys. The Tokyo Drift. That, I'm glad that we actually we could actually stop you from doing that because I think that the podcast would have been cancelled after. No, it wouldn't. A couple of episodes. I like, know yes, what's so Why funny. I had some Tokyo people. Drift? I had some people in my mentions like. I think they can be for fighting the good fight. I'm like, thank you, my fellow Tokyo Drift stands. Because like, I feel like I was failing in the wind alone. But it's nice to know that other people feel the same way. Like, that's a great film. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I, was, I feel like it was just one of those things that just should not have... Like, why was it there? Because <laughs> it was there and it should be there. It should have been number one, but it's a conversation for a different day. All right. No, I'm lying. Fast Five is the best <laughs> one. Fast Five is the best one. Fast Five is the best one. Actually, speaking of Fast it's Five... It's funny because um, my brother had listened to it and he was like, how did you guys say Fast Five? He said Fast Six is his favourite one. Which preference is someone fighting? It was Alfred. He sent me a message on... Um, Fred said Fast Six. Yeah, he said Fast... He said, how did you guys put Fast Five as number one? He said Fast Six is his favourite. He needs to uh, get his head knocked. Six... <laughs> Fast six, yeah, that ain't right. Yeah. To we ranked it quite low, so right. he thought he was offended. <laughs> <laughs> my brother was saying, I think my brother liked our rag kids, but then he was like, "Because you and this Toko drift agenda needs to stop." I'm like, mm. no, nah. I think you need to let it go. I'm not gonna lie, I agree with your brother very. You can't agree with him. That's not fair. You meant to be on my side. <laughs> He said to me, my little idiot brother, and you're going, yeah, you're right, Joel, you're right. No, but he's right, though. He's I, I 100% right. agree with that. I do not agree. I do not agree. My dad would listen to it yet. I know he would agree with me. He would agree but with we'll me. Tokyo Drift. Of course. <laughs> I just think about my kids here, because we put Fast Five at what, number two, number one? I think yes, Fast Five was Because uh... for the, the people who have not watched it, if you've not watched... Um, the Fast and Furious films. I don't know what you're doing. Watch them. But if you're wanting to watch one that links with this one, you're probably, oh, what one do I need to watch? Because I can't even got time to watch all of them. Just watch Fast Five. Fast Five. And then read the plot points on Wikipedia for the other four. Watch Fast <laughs> Five. Wikipedia. You may as well, because you're not going to watch the other ones. You don't have time. Watch Fast Five. That links with this one perfectly. It goes then, hand in hand. My thing with that is, did you feel like... They were just repeating, because there's obviously like a scene there that is very oh, memorable yeah. in Fast Five as well. Yes. So yes. like when you fu- when you saw that scene, did you think, why are we doing this again? Yeah, this is. Oh <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought as well. Yeah, like, hmm, those who watched Fast Five before. will know what scene we're talking about. And yeah, I did feel that way. I felt a bit like, why are we, um, like what's going on here? Do you know what I mean? I want. I wonder if it was Vin Diesel's idea. I feel like I blame everything on Vin Diesel when things don't go well in this film. But I don't think it's not his he's, fault. He's, it's not his fault, but he's like, he is the face of the franchise. <laughs> I used a basketball term in a, in a film podcast to get that. Like, he's the, like, Bakayo Sackle, the Marcus Rashford of the Fast and Furious franchise. So anything and everything will be pinned on him. Do you know what I mean? 
It's so, probably his idea. I'm not gonna lie. So it, is it probably fault. is. It probably is his idea. <laughs> the casting's probably his idea too. He probably should bring up his celebrity little black book and be like, "Who can I invite this time?" I wouldn't be surprised if Timothy Chalamet shows up once. <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio, like his nephew. No, Timmy Tim showing up in that film. I will ride. I pay good money to see that. And the game to rap. Game to rap. But as I just well. wonder what he will play as. I don't know, but I'm, I'm now like, I'm now entertained by the idea of him being in it. I want it to happen now. I want it to happen so <laughs> bad. Yeah, I'm gonna like DM him. And be like, can you please <laughs> get yourself into a Fast and Furious film? Okay, so other than Mr. Timothy, who else would you like to see casted? In so, okay, Fast I, and I, I can't see myself. Um, How would you? <laughs> How's Vin Diesel gonna find you? I don't know. I'll DM him. Hey, hey, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and it could be his. It could be his no, niece or something. I, yeah, I want something so obscure. I want like a an athlete. So, seeing like LeBron or Jimmy Butler in Fast and Furious. No, what no, would they be doing? <laughs> I don't know, but I'd put it. Or like, can you imagine like um Daniel Sturridge? <laughs> he would fit in so well. No, he could because he, he's in America quite often. I was, I think his partner's American. Yeah, like he, no, honestly, and then he can do killy 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 killy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say something like at least like Lewis Hamilton or something. No, Lewis Hamilton. Oh, that's a shout. But then can he act though? I feel like he just. Don't mind. He can stand there. He can stand there and look pretty. It's <laughs> a great hair transplant, by the way. What a man. That's the best he hair transplant. He has one. He has one. Him and Andros Townsend have got the best hair transplant known to man. Yeah, I've seen Andros Townsend. I've never seen too far. I've never looked at um. Lewis I don't Hamilton think his hair was short. Lewis Hamilton. I remember. Rem- he has uh, massive. Oh. I watched him in 2008. My dad's an F1 fan, and it loves off mm-hmm. Lewis. Um, but I remember watching it, and then his hair <laughs> in 2008. <laughs> oh, bless him. <laughs> bless his cotton socks. He weren't. He weren't looking too good. Um, so then like he got a hair transplant but he I don't know where he went to because Wayne Rooney didn't go to the same place because <laughs> he looked he, he's in now do you know how crazy that is like even yeah. when do you know when I look at Andrew's Townsend I thought I, you were losing your hair babes I was watching you for Palace and I saw that bold patch all of a sudden now you're looking like Cleopatra with that hair I'm like fair enough you know fair enough yeah, like his hair looks very thin but I have to shout out to people like um Nathan Redmond, you know, he accepted that he was losing his hair and now he's bald. Good man. And he's paying too. Exactly. Accept you. Accept, accept your boldness. Stand in your boldness. You see, like my manager. You see, like my manager, Ten Hagen does. What a man. <laughs> Just bold. <laughs> it must be nice being bald, though. Do you know, sometimes I look at Ten Hagen, I'm like, you wake up in the morning and you, you're just, just like that. I wonder if he polishes his head. That's I feel what like, I wonder. Um, his head is so shiny. Vin Diesel's head and that and Ten Hag's head are so shiny. But I'm, then the question is, is it sweat or is it actual? No, it it's shine. Because I really, sure, this sounds so creepy. But you know when I watch United and stuff, right? And I'm just, I, sometimes I just find myself staring at his head. I'm like, that's not sweat. What is that? He's <laughs> <laughs> just sparkling, sparkling. Do you know that meme? It's like, this place is not sparkling. <laughs> I'm not even... <laughs> That's what Vin Diesel's head looks like. That ass. <laughs> this place is so I don't sparkly. think I've ever seen him. I don't think I've ever seen him with with hair. I saw a picture of Vin Diesel with hair. My life changed. I thought he has hair. <laughs> I'm so confused. 
I'm like, what? Did it actually look? Did he it look looked, good or did he just look? He looked good. He looked good. No, he looked good. It looked weird, but he looked good. To be fair, he looked good. He looked good. I'll give him, I'll give him his tens. I think that was like when I saw Amber Rose with hair for the first time. It blew my mind. Blew mind. Who would you? And the fact that she looks, she looks better bold. Than who would you cast in your Fast and Furious universe? Who would I cast my Fast and Furious universe? I feel like at this point, I'm surprised that because I know that they said that Justin Bieber was going to be the at one point. They do quite like Justin Bieber. Fair enough. Fair enough. And then um, I, I guess everybody loves Drake, so I'm surprised that Drake has not been on Fast and Furious yet. He could be, a, I think he'd be a good villain. Yeah, he could be fair. He'd be good. He'd be good, actually. You're right. You're right. You're right. Oh, wow. Jimmy. Team up with Jason Momoa. Got Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy. <laughs> and Drake has been an actor before, so. So he's an actor. Yeah, yeah you're right. <laughs> Uh, on the grassy on the grassy when he got shot in a wheelchair love that <laughs> <laughs> we should probably wrap up because we've, we've now gone into the grassy talking thing and I'll, I'll be here talking about Mandy all day we do that yes so what but, was your overall ranking of the film then 10 out of 10 5 stars cinematic masterpiece should win Oscars but then 10 out of 10 as in a Fast and Furious film or 10 out of 10 in general both <laughs> When it comes to Fast and Furious, I just don't never take my ranking seriously. My letterbox is okay. so amazing, but my Fast and Furious rankings are never serious. Like I will say, every Fast and Furious film is like a ten out of ten, bar um, six. All right, yeah, I can agree. Okay, well, what would you rank agree. it? I said I could agree. Out of ten, I'll give it a seven point five. I feel like it's definitely worth watching. Okay, spare, spare, right. <laughs> Okay, that's actually. Like, I feel like if you watch it, you have a good time. You're right. But yeah. I guess it just depends on the mindset that you watch it in. Yeah, true, true, true. That's true. But, guys, thank you so much for listening to us ramble. Um, it's, like, early morning for us. So the fact that we're doing this for you guys, you've got to, like... You understand the things, we, the hoops we jump through to do this for you. Yeah, <laughs> so we love you guys We love you much. guys very much. No, I don't. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> so stay tuned to the podcast we've got more stuff coming up we've got uh, Mission Impossible stuff coming up Little Mermaid stuff coming up oh my god which I'm so excited to talk about um, also yes. we are we're approaching Barbie and Oppenheimer fever I'm so excited like I'm going to be talking about like my historical hat and my bad V hat on the same day oh, <laughs> it's going to be a great day for me great day for moi um, but thank you so it's been me Priscilla and myself Jess and we'll catch you guys later and we'll quite find out if is this truly cinema, which I think Fast X is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, bye, guys. Bye.